morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Queen City Biker Church. Welcome to the queue. We are glad to have you. Uh, I think we were a few minutes late, not because we didn't forget to set our clocks right, because we still learn. <laughs> I just laugh at us sometimes. We still learning to get this thing together. But man, we're excited. We're glad you're with us. Man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, thank you for all this blessing. Continue to just bless. God, we just want to really make our prayers be personal towards the cute, towards the church, towards what we're trying to do because we really uh, want to please you and pleasing the Holy Spirit, pleasing the Son, pleasing the Father. So we're definitely just going to be really, really uh pushing our prayer towards the church for the church growth for the church building for the church to survive for the church to just add value to our community because that's what a church is for the fellowship to be great for the communication to be greater uh for the just bringing the flock together just to just enjoy what you did by going on that cross god as we uh go into celebrating when you was on that cross we want to celebrate here on this earth by way of the church and for this jesus christ we truly passionately want to say amen 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 well good morning and yes, good morning. And yes, again, good morning. We always say, man, if God lays it on your heart uh, to support Queen City Biker Church, go to our cash app, a capital letters QCBCCLT. And just like most churches, we truly honestly need your help. Uh, the podcast, you know, the sermons is on the Q Talk. You can listen to the sermons on the Q Talk. Then you can go to the Godson Breeze Show, which is be coming up. The YouTube page is going to be the Godson Breeze Show. Also, uh, also you can watch us on Motorcycle Entertainment Television. Motorcycle Entertainment Television every Sunday at 10 a.m. We come on, support, watch the church, the channel. Everything because please understand for those of you that loved us, there's a lot that's jealous of us, and we understand that. So, we need more love than we need the other. You know, I often like to toot my own horn by, by, by being a pioneer, being the reason why other people can say biker church or biker friendly church in our communities because what Queen City laid out for them. And our only prayer is as the next generation of biker churches that has uh urban or black senior pastor that they outdo us way outdo us we we praying that as as other pastors build this foundation they suppress everything we've ever done so we are honored and blessed to have laid the foundation uh and definitely y'all get ready for those of you who hadn't uh get ready to uh get your tickets get your rooms for the proc, it's in Indianapolis this year. The proc is in Indianapolis this year. But now let's get personal. Let's have some fun. Uh, 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 huh? I did say that. Okay. <laughs> My producer telling me to say something. I said, I did say that. <laughs> but listen, now let's have some fun with our announcements. Uh, Y'all know I rock, I ride, I fellowship, I love, I love, I love my club, Rare Breed, uh, Palmetto Flock, Rare Breed, the Empire. We getting ready to to really open up the door of fellowshipping for y'all. I'm not going to really go into our first event that's coming up, but it's going to be a family fun fellowship event. Uh, uh, but get ready for that. Also, hopefully the flyer will be dropping soon, which is this week, but we want y'all to 
plan to just come out, bring the kids, bring your loved ones. We're just going to have an old school backyard barbecue fellowship, good time. But also get ready for our weekend, uh, the Palmetto Flock, the first weekend in August. August the 3rd through the 5th or 2nd through the 5th. We got a lot planned. We got a lot going on. We got food vendors, food trucks, DJ. We going to have a ball. I mean, we just going to turn the city black and gold because that's who and what we are. And we really, 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 really want you guys to come fellowship with us. Now, listen, we are still in our series. We're going to be here for a minute because we just in verses. We're in chapter 16. We verses 25 through 28. Uh, chapter 16, the book of Acts, uh, verses 25 through 28. We're in this series called Will You Join Jesus? The reason why I named it that, because there's a lot of different names that I could have had. Uh, and each each session could have had a separate name. But when you look at the journey, when you look at the mission, when you look at the purpose of what Paul and Silas is going through, it's simply so that others can accept Jesus Christ. It's simply so that others can have the door open to the kingdom of Jesus Christ. It's simply so, not that you die and make it to heaven. It's so that when you are alive, you are living for the kingdom. You are living your best life. You are simply just having a great honorable time on this earth and what Paul and Silas is doing and it's not easy for the way they doing it we make it easy in the 21st century we make it easy in 2023 we make it simply easy to be part of church but we got to remember even in 2023 a lot of people don't have it as easy as we do to go to church and sometimes that amazes me because when you look at some of these and we can't say third world countries because even in China they still killing preachers and priests they still having churches and dugouts and hideaways and they are the powerhouse but in America we make every excuse that we want to to not celebrate Jesus who gives us an opportunity in America because we have a voice and we can speak publicly. We do more to crucify Jesus who is blessing. The reason why you popular on TV, you popular with whatever show you doing and you crucifying Jesus is because Jesus is giving you an alleyway. And I love it because people miss the mark. Because when you're talking about church, you're celebrating church. When you're talking about Jesus, you're just saying the name of Jesus. You're celebrating Jesus. For all you that's out there that's ripping the church apart, you need to really, I thank you guys. Because you are making the question be asked. And that is, why does Jesus love me? When they talk about, oh, the white man's God and all this Y'all ain't listening to a lot of preachers. One of the most famous preachers of, of my time was Billy Graham. And he opened that door on one of his sermons. He said it, point blank. White folks understand Jesus ain't white. Black folks understand, yes, his pigment of skin, but he was lights. I mean, and I can't get into all that. But we still miss the mark in this country. We watching Peter, I'm sorry, Paul and Silas get beat, get spit on, get laughed at, get knocked down, get everything. But every time they get up, they never turn their back to Jesus. Every time they get up from being knocked down, they still move forward 
for Jesus. Every time somebody whoops them, they take their beating with pain. I don't know. They probably cry. They probably in agony. But guess what they do? They stay in the foxhole for Jesus. They stay right there in the war for Jesus. They don't move. They don't run. They may be scared. They living in fear. But at the bottom line, they stay in the fight. The process for them is a little bit more serious than the process for us. Today we preach, oh, if you love Jesus, you're going to have a nice big car. You're going to have a nice big house. Why not if you love Jesus, you're going to have a happy and productive life? We don't think about it that way. So when you look at what these guys are going through, when you look at the journey of where they're going and how they get there, you have to ask the question, will you join Jesus? And sometimes... Sometimes we really just need to sing a joyful noise to the Lord. We come in this in the church in the mornings. The first thing I do is before I even start setting up the equipment, I cut some music on so I can get I can get my body into the floor thing. Because a lot of the way I move and walk left and right on up here when y'all see me is because of the music that already has me hyped and jumping. And what we're gonna see today with Paul and Silas is. Music makes a difference. Music makes a difference. Music makes a difference. In verse 25, and y'all know what Paul and Silas said right now. They're in the dungeon. They're in jail. They locked up. They've already been beat. Now they're in the midst of all this. We talked about how the dungeon was kind of like the, the middle of the cell where all the other prisoners in the guard could look down at them. That was to humiliate them. Because you had to use the bathroom. Guess who you can use the bathroom on? The guys that was in the dungeon. If you cleared your throat and you coughed up mucus, guess where you can... Release your mucus. The guy's in the dungeon. So guess who's in the dungeon? Paul and Silas. And verse 25, it simply just says, Around midnight, Paul and Silas was praying and singing hymns of praise to God. The other prisoners was listening to them. Around midnight, Paul and Silas was praying and singing hymns of praise to God. And the other prisoners was listening to them. Sometimes you just got to sing a song. Sometimes you just got to open up your heart. You just got to say, Lord, make me over. I don't know what they were singing, but that's probably what they were singing. Our great, great grandparents, when they did it, y'all know I like to have fun with him. They probably just had a look. You know, and they were just, Lord, make me, I don't know how they was doing it, but they was doing it. But he and Paul and Silas, and I'm just make, I'm just coming up with a song. I got it written down, and, and 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 because we want God to make us over, we want we can't make ourselves over. We don't have the ability or the strength to do that. We think we doing it, but please understand me. Even in your worst of evil time, the Holy Spirit still has something to do with you. 
So even today, you know, I, I'm not a rapper, but we got rappers, you know, they, you know, they doing their little thing, but they still saying, Lord, make me over. They still singing and they and the prisoners is listening and the guards is listening and they harmonize. And y'all know back in the old days, you know, like when my grandmama and them, you know, and they had the, 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 the quartet music and they always had that guy and whatever for reason, the guy name was Sammy. When Sammy sang, you know it was going to be that high pitch thing. And, you know, Sammy would just, you know, just make everybody just fall out and shout and stream and just have a good time. Paul and Silas is in the midst of just simply singing, Lord, mate. That's not what they, I don't know what they're saying. This is my version of it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the strip. But they were singing something so passionately that everybody listened. They stopped what they was doing. The songs that they were singing made everybody just stop and listen. Psalm, most like in Psalms, when God said, sit, be still, and listen, as they praising God, as blood is probably pouring from their backs or their chests or their arms, wherever they was whipped and beat at. And all the laughing and mocking that everybody was doing. The, you know, he said it. The, the, the guy said, beat them. Beat them. So as they took their beats, now they're in prison. And, and y'all got to feel where we're at. Now in the midst of all the darkness that you can ever go through in the midst of all the hurt and pain that you can ever go through in the midst of all the depression and emptiness that you can ever go through. There is Paul and Silas just sitting there saying, Lord, make me over. Lord, make me over. And I don't know, but as they sang it, that's not the song they were singing. Let me say that. That's just me, because I know y'all holy rollers and say, well, you know, I don't have time for that. But sometimes, sometimes, instead of listening to the number one hip hop station, in your local city, sometimes you need to turn to the number one praise station in your city. And all of a sudden, that song will come on and it'll be making you over. Words that a preacher can preach cannot do it for you. Sometimes it takes Mary Mary. Sometimes it takes a Kirk Franklin. Sometimes it takes... Uh, uh, a tie tribute. Sometimes it takes something like that to uplift and motivate you. Sometimes it just takes a song. In verse 26, it said, suddenly a violent earthquake shook the foundation of the jail. All the doors immediately flew open and all the prisoners' chains came loose. Now think about that. <laughs> when I read that, it kind of, it shocked me. An earthquake. I get the earthquake coming. And then it says, the earthquake shook the foundation. That's what an earthquake do. And then it says, the earthquake opened the doors immediately. I get that because they didn't have 
the same type of equipment and tools that we have to lock our prisoners up. They prisoners probably wasn't as strong. I get that. I understand that. But then it says in all the prisoners, not some of the prisoners, not a few prisoners, that hand pick and choose. Because some of y'all, even Christians, you won't pick other Christians to go to heaven. I'm glad God don't give us the pointing finger. But it said all the prisoners' chains came loose. Which means, can I translate that to 2023? Which means everybody in the eyes of God is a child of God. He didn't leave nobody out. He, he released the chains of the pimp. He released the chains of the drug dealer. He released the chains of the prisoners. He, now we already know that, but he released the chains of, 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 of the murderers. He released the chains of the child molesters. He released the chains of the bank robbers. He released the, if you did a crime, God set you free. And it was as simple as a song. It was as simple as a song. God set you free. He's still setting you free. But our problem is we don't want to be free. We like where we live in it. We like that bondage. We like being held back. God done set you free when he went to that cross. And on the third day he rose again. So he didn't raise again just so you can stay in bondage. He rose so that you can have a freedom. But then he rose so that you can get on YouTube and talk about it. It simply just says, suddenly, a valid, not just a regular earthquake, it said a valid earthquake, which means it was a 20.8 on the Richter scale. I mean, it was just violent, which means everything was shaking. The doors were falling off the jail cell immediately, just doors just opening, crashing all over the place. Can you imagine... Just for a moment, just for a moment, you locked up, you got chains on your hands, chains on your feet, this violent earthquake and you seeing everything falling, the doors and lights and windows and everything, whatever, you in jail and all that falling and you trying to lean up against the wall because you terrified and all of a sudden everything that has you in bondage is released. Ain't nobody walked in there with no key. Ain't nobody walked in there with nothing. All they didn't have no electronic way to release this. All of a sudden, when all this is going out, everything that's bondage, that's holding you back, just falls off. And Jesus Christ came to this earth. Everything that was bondage that was holding you back fell off. Everything. When Jesus Christ went to the cross because of jealous Christians. Everything fell off. When Jesus Christ rose again for you and me and everyone, everything holding you back fell off. But can you really imagine being in prison and two men just start singing away and that happens? Can you imagine if all the prison ministries went to prison and on the same time, the same date, 
the same minute, the same second, somehow the Holy Spirit allowed all of them to start singing and they not knowing what's going on in every prison ministry around the country. But all of a sudden at the same day, the same time, the same hour, second minute, they just start singing and the jail shook. The news media would never let that happen. They wouldn't report that. They wouldn't tell that. But guess what? Every prisoner would tell what they saw and just happened. So God would still be glorified. Ephesians 5 and 19. Ephesians 5 and 19 saying, reciting psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs for your own good. Reciting psalms. Hymns and spiritual songs for your own good. Sing and make music to the Lord with your heart. Sing and make music to the Lord with your own heart. Ephesians 5 and 19 simply just said, you don't have to tell a woman how negative she is. Maybe sometime you just sang a song to make her feel good about herself. I don't need to know that you sold drugs in your community and the only way you can get out was to sell drugs. Better yet, you went to jail and hopefully a prison ministry came and released you or you either got killed and before you died, you accepted Jesus Christ. But it simply just says Ephesians 5 and 19 by re Citing psalms and hymns, the spiritual songs for your own good. Sing and make music to the Lord with your hearts. In verses 27 and 28, verse 27 and 28, it simply just says the jailer woke up. It simply just says the jailer woke up. It simply just says the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors open, thinking the prisoners had escaped. He drew his own sword and was about to kill himself, thinking that the prisoners had escaped. He drew his own sword and was about to kill himself. Paul in verse 28, Paul in verse 28, Paul in verse 28, but Paul shouted as loudly as he could, don't hurt yourself. We're all here. Paul said, don't do that. No, 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 no. We ain't trying to escape. We right here. All we want to do is sing a joyful noise to the Lord. We ain't really trying to run. We ain't trying to go nowhere. All the prisoners. Think about that. You in prison, three life sentences with the possibility of no parole. The doors fly open, the chains come off. Your mind don't think to say, I'm flat free now. Because think about that. Prisoners all the time trying, they done dug holes, they done dug dungeons, they done climbed fences. Prisoners done lost their lives trying to escape from prison. But all of a sudden, you in prison, the doors fly open. The chains and shackles come off and nobody runs. Nobody looked at each other and said, let's go. Nobody looked at each other and said, nobody, think about this. Nobody said, oh, a sign from God, he means for us to leave. No, they stayed there in position as Paul and Silas is singing a joyful noise to the Lord. 
They was present to continue. They were so hungry for freedom that they realized that the only way they were set free was by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we forget that. We miss that mark. That the only way we can be set free is because the mercy and salvation of Jesus Christ that his blood shed it for us. Because even myself, I get it confused. I think money set us free. I think freedom of just breathing the, the, the fresh air sets me free. I go to the ocean and I, I say, I thank God for the ocean. And at that moment, as the waves is coming in and I'm just sitting on the beach, I say I'm set free. But I'm really not set free. I'm set free because of Jesus' love. So I got to ask. Because this is an important question. Because the shackles has been taken off. The doors have been blown wide open. Now I need to understand. I need to know. Will you join Jesus? That's the question. Will you join Jesus? I mean, because even when you think it's over, even when you think it's over, God will stop you in your tracks and say, I am not done with you yet. And then he'll say, now look at what I'm finna do. Even when you think the worst has happened, even when three o'clock is freezing, it's cold, and you you 25, and the only thing you think you got going for you in your life is to stand out there in that cold weather, in that snow, and sell those drugs thinking you're going to survive from that. God says, I'm not through with you yet. When you rob that bank, God said, I'm not through with you yet. When you embezzled money from your job, God said, I'm not through with you yet. When you had a failed marriage, God said, I'm not through with you yet. But look at it like this. Not only did Paul and Silas stay, but look at it like this. Not only did Paul and Silas stay, but I need y'all to hear this again. But look at it. Not only did Paul and Silas stay, but all the other prisoners stayed also. In my mind, I'm just thinking they were so terrified they were scared to move. But as you break these scriptures down, you find out what they really were so amazed about is what is their God going to do next. See, that's how they looked at that. What is their God? Because everybody got to understand something. The worst of criminals knew who Paul and Silas was. When they locked them up. They was laughing at them, mocking at them, spitting on them, throwing things at them, just like they did Jesus. When they was whooping and beating and parading Jesus around, toting his own cross, everybody was looking at him saying, what is your God going to do next? What about what is our God going to do for our salvation next? Now, as we come to a quick close, Let's not forget it. While we standing here preaching this, 
the whole time all this action scene is going on, there's a violent earthquake. <laughs> we got to remember, the earthquake ain't stopped. It doesn't even say yet, up until verse 28, that the earthquake stopped. When Paul was yelling at the jealous, stop, don't you dare kill yourself, we all here. It was still a violent earthquake. Fear of the heart was still rambling. But check this out. In the midst of all that chaos, the prisoners were still wanting to see what is their God going to do next. What is the God of Jesus going to do next? What is the God of Peter going to do next? What's the God of Moses going to do next? What's the God of David going to do next? When you read the scriptures, every one of those guys, their entitlement somewhere along the line and some of those scriptures are saying, what is their God going to do next? What is our God going to do next? What is God going to do for you next? You will never know if you don't join the Jesus army. Because we said this last week, we can laugh, we can joke, we can have fun, and I do it every time with people that I don't, I don't fight the Bible with people. I, I let them attack the living snots out of me with the Bible. I don't get into no scripture battles no more because it ain't my place. I ain't trying to prove nothing by no scripture. I let them make fun of me all the time. Because what did Jesus say? It ain't you that they're laughing at, it's me. He expects me to just sit there and be quiet. And then when it's over with, the joke's real funny. I laugh with them. And then when it's over with, you know how I ended as I walk away, as they walk away. Don't forget, I'm praying for you. That's what I need them to know. You can make fun of me all day. You can laugh at me all day. You can talk about how poor I am because I love Jesus. You never got out of Irvine because you never, you love Jesus. You never moved out of Cherry because you love Jesus. You never got out of Double Oaks because you love Jesus. You can say all that you want to say to me. At the end of the day, I'm still going to say, I pray for you. You can attack me. You can beat me. You can pull my wig off. You can knock me down. You can spit on me. You can say all the negative things you want to say about me because God ain't through with me yet. I am not perfect, won't be perfect. I'm having fun with my life. God didn't tell me to sit around and feel sorry for myself. I have moments of emptiness and loneliness, but I have more moments of joyfulness and what Jesus Christ can do for the emptiness that I'm going through. Will you join Jesus? The question needs to be asked. Will you join Jesus? The question, and you the only one, has the answer. Will you join Jesus? Man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, once again, we stood before you on this day to celebrate your life, to celebrate the grace and salvation that you made for us. You gave us an opportunity to just open up your word and preach your word. We hope that we've done it in a way that you are pleasing. We pray that we only do it in a way that's pleasing to the, pleasing to the kingdom. And our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, continue to be with Queen City Bike Church, continue to be with the Q as we just rebirth, re-enew, re, -enew, re 
invent ourselves for a better and greater place for the kingdom. For this, Jesus Christ, we simply and truly and powerfully want to say amen, amen, amen.